Dry July is upon us, and if you are one of the many taking part in this year's alcohol-free month, congratulations. Hope you're having a ripper. Don't forget, if you're starting to feel the buzz, you're tonguing for a sip, get into the Better Beer Zero Alk. It's the ultimate alternative to crushing the scoos with alcohol content. Full flavour, best alcohol-free beer option in the world. Better Beer Zero Alk, available now to get you through the back half of Dry July. Day for it or what? Mind, calm, engage. Intelligence and technology. Technology. Surfing information. Welcome to another episode of Brainzo. <laughs> a day late, but uh, you know what? It's the school holidays and we were spending precious time with our family. We were. And uh, we're not going to apologise for that. No. So you just got to deal with it. Um, got a bit of feedback for you folks uh, coming through on the old DMs. Um, a couple of omissions from our MCD team, Riders List Ooh, 4 okay. Yep, send them on through. What, big ones? Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Cronulla uh, Core Lord, Luke Weenit. Oh. One of the MCD greats. Mate, and I love Weenit. Another one uh, south of the bridge, Kobe Abaddon. Oh, my God. Mate, like he's Heavy. in Bali. We've been in trouble. Yeah, so uh, two good ones there. And the other bit of feedback I had was um, after my Sean Thompson impersonations, Can I Do More? Oh, uh, South African. Okay. And I'm telling you now, bro, I'm frothing. Of course, <laughs> we do have the JB Open unfolding at the moment. Unfortunately, missing from the live broadcast, but no doubt calling some hits. Down there on the beach is my good friend, Gig Sellers, sending a big shout out to him. Shot, shot, bro. And uh, enjoy your bunny chow. Uh, but it's also uh, Vorno, I think, seeing as though uh, this episode does coincide with the running of the JB Open. Mm. We are going to focus on Mick Fanning. A bloke that's synonymous with the location. Uh, you guys know the deal. Yeah, the big bro Vorno joins me once again. He'll play the Wayland Smithers to my Monty Burns. Excellent. And kick in with some classic anecdotes along the way. And you can lock horns with friends or family. Go at these questions yourself. You keep score. You decide what you're playing for. So strap yourselves in and gear up for another episode of Brainzo. Here's question one. Where was Mick born? Penrith. Greatest surfer from Penrith, hands down. Uh, is he or is Eddie Hammity the best <laughs> surfer from Penrith? Right, they, they've got the Kelly statue at uh, Cocoa Beach, Vorno. Mm. Imagine just having a statue of Mick in the street there. Oh. High Street, next to Charcoal Chook. Yeah. Kelly's trademark turn, that, that mm. frontside slash, is the statue over at Cocoa Beach. Yeah. What, what would Mick's be? Oh. <sighs> I reckon just a fire hose on the side of the building might work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Question two. Where was Mick's first championship tour win? Get a haircut. It was Bells 2001 as a wild card. Bonus question. Who did Mick beat in that final? Get a haircut. 
Danny Wills. Oh. And uh, it was actually um, Mick took a big lesson from Willsy at the start of that final. He uh, he paddled out. They were sitting out the back. The first wave hadn't even come in yet. And I think Mick was like, how crazy is this? Willsy? <laughs> and Willsy just flat out ignored oh, him. And yeah. uh, Mick went on to ignore everyone who ever mm. spoke to him in a heat after that. Yeah. Evergreen Willsy uh, helped Byron Bay Border Riders win the ABB finals last year. Uh, so good to see him back in a contest jersey. Fit. Ripping. Question three. How many world titles did Fanning win? Get a haircut. Three. Never got a junior world title, did he? No. He didn't? Nah, Parker. Andy got a couple. Parker got one from him. Joel got one. That goes to show, eh? Mm. I don't know what exactly, but it some, something. Something. It goes to show something. Question four. What were Mick's world title years and who finished runner-up behind him? Get a haircut. Wow. I'm struggling. Okay. I've got 2009. I'll, I'll, I'll say the year. Okay. You say the surfer who got runner-up. 2007. Taj Burrow. Yep. The maiden world title. Beautiful moment over there in uh, Brazil. He won that one. Uh, 2009. Parker, of course. Joel Parkinson. Famous one. Yeah, that was the, the heartbreaking one for Parker where he was injured. Mick just went on a tear through the back half of the year and just ruined his best friend's dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2013. Okay. God, I want to say Kelly Slater so bad, but I don't think it is. Is it Kelly Slater? It is Kelly Slater. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Question five. Multiple choice this one. Mick's signature reef flip-flop, or thong, as we call it here in Oz, was constructed with what accessory built into the sole? Was it A, a ding repair kit? B, a bottle opener? C, shark repellent? Or D, a spare pair of undies? Get a haircut. It was B, the bottle opener. And uh, Reef has sold around 15 million, maybe more, of those sandals now with Mick getting 25 cents a pair US. So you do the math. Question six. How many Pipe Masters titles did Mick Fanning win? Get a haircut. Duck egg. None. Did make the final in 2002, four-man final. Andy won that year. Kelly and Dorian in the final as well. Uh, had a couple of thirds. Um, but, yeah, he, he really saved some face when he took out the uh, event in Tahiti in uh, 2012. That was his big back backhand tube riding effort. Mm. And uh, had a couple of finals in Fiji as well. I think uh, the world title win in 2013, That's that's what... Gave him his pipe moment. He, yeah. he, he he had two heats in that contest where it was clutch. He had to get scores in the dying seconds. And he threaded, really beautifully surfed, rolling thunder eggs from the, the second reef and proved that, you know, pipeline wasn't beyond him at all. Yeah. And, and even though uh, he didn't win the event, he surfed the heat of his life at the Pipe Masters. Uh, 2015 in a showdown for the world title once again, and uh, they used to have the in the fourth round a three man heat. And oh yeah, um, 
Yeah, jumped directly through to the the quarters, and he drew John John Florence and Kelly Slater in pumping waves. No one gave him a chance, mm. and he uh, overcame those guys. And that was the day um, that he learned of his older brother Peter passing away. Yeah. So, you know, just an amazing victory. There's that iconic image of him mm. that Corey Wilson snapped coming out of a sort of the impossible barrel from over the phone ball with his just arms open mm. and, and looking up to the sky. It's a great moment. Oh, man. Just It's another one of those little chapters in Fanning's life that puts puts him on a pedestal compared to other people because, you know, if there's one thing that people tap into with Mick, it's it's resilience and just the strength to overcome. And, uh, geez, he does it well. Love him. Sure does. All right. Question seven. Which Hawaiian Triple Crown event did Mick win? In 2015. Get a haircut. It was the World Cup at Sunset Beach. Uh, man, cut his way through a, a gnarly field too. And, you know, it, it sort of felt like it was building mm-hmm. towards that, that massive fourth climax. World title. Uh, yeah. Fourth world title. Uh, he beat Julian Wilson, John John Florence, and Matt Wilkinson in the final. It was a QS, though. Mm. Didn't go towards his uh, points tally for the world title, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, it was an important victory uh, in his career, though. Mm. Yeah. Victories in Hawaii are so hard to come by. And, uh, you know, I remember you telling me once that you were travelling in Hawaii with Richie Lovett, and he still gets lauded, you know, for that win at Haleiwa. And uh, I think for a surfer of Fanning's, standard and you know if everything he achieved that had to be ticked that that box that getting a win over there and yeah it was pumping it was absolutely pumping and um i just remember seeing footage of it and it just felt like the machine had been flicked you know the cyborg was was ready so yeah it, it gave everyone this sort of big energy burst leading into that final uh title climax at, at pipeline question eight what is mick's middle name Eugene. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, would have accepted McMuffin. Oh, yeah, McMuffin. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Eugene doesn't pop up too often these days, but, uh, God, he had some great moments. Magic moments. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's the Jimmy Slade call is probably the best one. Yeah. Um, Go on. Okay, well, yeah, he gets to the surfer pole. Uh, Kelly's won it. For I think Mick got fifth that year in yeah. surfer pole too. Yeah, so Mick was on a bit of a tear, but he turns up to surfer pole. Eugene, Mick disappears. Eugene is in full steam, in full swing. And he just storms onto the stage as Kelly's making his, his victory speech. And he just keeps yelling out his name from his character in Baywatch, which he knew Kelly hated. Jimmy, Jimmy Slade, you're my Jimmy. And uh, Kelly takes exception to it, turns around and says, how do you think Australians would react if I came on stage and did this to you, what would happen? And Mick just turns around and goes, you'd probably get laid. Question nine. In 2015, Mick finished second in the world. Who won the world title that year? Get a haircut. It was Adriano de Souza or as uh, Mick affectionately loves to call him, Susie. Susie, yeah. I thought you were going to say it was the Kelly Slater Wave Co., Won the world title that year because uh, if Kelly dropped the very first image of the wave pool the day after Adriano's world title, extinguishing all the fanfare around Adriano's breakthrough world title win. So, well done, GOAT. Question 10. What was the name of Mick's first 
signature surf video. Get a haircut. Fanning the fire, <sighs> produced by Rippy. Uh, he's had a few since. Uh, Mick, myself, and Eugene, mm-hmm. the Johnny Frank film. Uh, did one with Taylor Steele called Missing, uh, Three Degrees. Uh, that featured Parco and Dingo as well. Uh, that was by uh, Matty Jai and mm-hmm. Simon Safina, Shagger. But, um, yeah, Whisper's getting around about maybe a three degrees flick coming up. Yeah, right? yeah, you know anything been, about that, mate? Yeah, just keep whispers. it on the down low, mate. Keep it on the down low, but, yeah, just, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 a bit of it. I don't want 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 a bit of it. Mick has been working with Red Bull to develop a high-protein, long-life milk energy drink that will be released this summer called White Lightning. Get a haircut. It's false. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God, it'd be good, though. Oh. Yeah, you could just Maybe. See just Is like it? surfers on stage getting sprayed in White Lightning. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well... <laughs> It doesn't really spray milk, though, does it? Just get a bucket of it. I reckon, uh, well, Mick was telling me that he went to uh, northern Africa with Parco and Griff Colapinto uh, to shoot something for a Griff project that never got off the ground. And they uh, one day just got on the camel milk and oysters. And uh, I was thinking, maybe you could be, like, onto something here and... uh, yeah, apparently they shot through about 40 pairs of white lightning bodies on that trip. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Kelly could do a uh, signature goat milk. Oh, goat soy. Hand milked using Kelly's trademark K-grip. Oh, yeah. What else? Which, uh, you know, could lead to any number of things. Geordie Smith's biltong sticks. Big Geordie's biltong. It actually reminds me back in 2021, Vorno, um, during that shortened season, uh, Joe Topel, Laura Enover and I uh, were over in Rottnest one night just having a couple of beers. Mm. And um, we just started turning surfers into food. Oh. Surfers name. Yeah. Do you want to hear a few? Yeah, go on. Peter Mellon, Kalani Cobb, Michael Mungaberry, Victor Ribs, Noah Bean, Richard Dog Marshmallow, Cherry Lopez, Albie Layer Dip, Hi Otten, Russell Beef Jerky, Grant Twiggy Bakery, Mark Noki Alupo, Noki. He's known to his friends. <laughs> Neil Purchase Jr. Burger. Fred Gerlach. Slider Wazalewski. Corn Thompson. Holly Corn. Darcy Crumpet. Lettuce Mortison. Molly Pickle. Phil and Ant McDonald's. <laughs> How appropriate. Oh, you're, have you ever listened to this? <laughs> What's a go? Uh, this podcast is, is just a non-stop stitch-up. Hey, the boys are fucking ripping into us. That's bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Felicity Parmigiana. Yeah, Couscous Florence was one of my oh, favourites. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, obvious. Yeah. I was telling Harry Bryan about it one night, mm. actually. I ran through some of the things. He, he was just going, that's incredible. What about Dijon Aegeus? <laughs> <laughs> well played, Hazza. Oh, he's good. I, um, a little shout out there to the master of the name game, Paulie Matt Warshaw. Oh, uh, I'm yeah. sure he's going to gobble up Mate. a lot of those food ones, so that's awesome. Question 12. What Aussie rock band performed at Mixed 2007 World Title Party in the car park behind the Kira Hotel. Get a haircut. Grinspoon. Mm. Oh, were you there? I wasn't there. Oh. Nah, I missed it. I don't know what was going on or where I was or what was happening, but I missed it. It was pretty good. It yeah. was classic. 
And, uh, yep, the spoon really turned it on. And, um, you know, just to, to round things out, Phil Jamison actually performed uh, an acoustic set at Mix 2018 reti- retirement soiree down there at Bells. But mm. you were there, Vaughn. I was at that one, yeah. Question 13. What were Mick and Joel Parkinson's heavy metal movie reviewing characters' names in Doped Youth? Get a haircut. Breezy and Lemmy. Jeez, you know what? Well, Dope Youth is not the easiest movie to find. And it's pretty old now. It's over 20 years old. Mate, just Google it. You can watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. Straight away. But yeah, Greasy and Lemmy. Uh, I mean, you know the story. Yeah. They were never in the original movie. And uh, you were editing Waves. I know the story, mate. You got the phone I produced call. the movie. <laughs> I know the story, yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a, a couple of big advertisers weren't uh, part of the flick. It was mm. always, you know... Really sought after uh, having a surfer in the the Waves movies. And, yeah, Rip Curl and Billabong were freaking. And, uh, yeah, they basically demanded that they had a couple of servers in there. Easy team to, to pick through, too. So, yeah, yeah we got um, Joel and Mick after uh, Mick had won Bells, right? No, it was actually after Andy had won. Andy had won. Bells on Anzac Day at Joanna. Parco yep. came second, Mick came third. And we all went back up the house to Torquay and uh, filmed it during the after party. It was actually during the after party. So uh, let's play a bit of it. <laughs> yeah, go, go. G'day. Welcome to the show. I'm Greasy. This is Lemmy. Today, we're going to be talking about dope youth. Lemmy, what do you fucking think? Hated it. It was a fucking mission to watch the moment it came on the fucking screen. Music was shit and the acting was even worse. Augusta Peebleby? Slinky Fox. Ah, good times. Question 14. Here's a different one for you. Mm -hmm. We're going to play more or less. Now, the footage of Mick getting tangled with the shark from the final of the 2015 J-Bay Open, has it had more or less than 29 million views on YouTube? Get a haircut. It's more. On WSL's YouTube account alone, it's had over 30 million views, taking in uh, all the different media agencies uh, and their YouTube accounts. God, you, you, you could probably double it. Uh, one of the most, obviously, Googled events of 2015 it mm. was. Um, but, yeah, no doubt it's had way more than 30 million views. Still shocking. Shocking. Question 15. What shaper has Mick been working with since he was just 13 years of age? Darren Hanley, or DHD, or Derwent, as some people like to call him. 11 world titles uh, DHD's got between Mm. Mick and Steph, and, you know, that's not taking world juniors into account, but, uh, yeah, he found the the magic formula, didn't he? He did. Question 16, multiple choice. Toward the end of his competitive career, Mick's go-to DHD model was what? A, the peacock beak. B, Ibis feet, C, emu neck, or D, ducks nuts. Get a haircut. It was D, the ducks nuts. And uh, pretty sure that template evolved into the DNA, which um, Ethan Ewing 
and Steph are, are riding mostly mm. on tour these days. What exactly are ducks nuts, and where can they be it's found? Just, it's one of those Aussieisms, isn't it? Mm. Oh mate, that's the ducks nuts. <coughs> like, uh, like it's a good thing. Yeah, like a big dangly set of nuts hanging out the back of a duck. Yeah, but you don't often see ducks nuts. Yeah. It's like a, a. Is that the whole point of it? Yeah. It, well, stealthy. Joey Turpel always hits me up for good Aussieisms. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always going, "Tell me one quick," and uh, throwing a few his way. Uh, he loves uh, sparrows fart, mm. and like, where does that <laughs> c- come from? Yeah, you know. Pisses of fart. That's oh, it. Pisses of fart. That's one of Taj Barrow's favourites. Yeah. yeah Pisses of fart. He's like, who who came up with that? Mm. Pisses of fart. It. It's a beauty. Question 17. What company did Mick found with B Derbidge, Joel Parkinson, Josh Kerr and friends back in 2015? Get a haircut. Malta. Mm. Yeah, Mick and uh, our buddy Sterling Howland. Uh, we're looking for names and, and found the word bolter, which means to dance without particular skill or grace. Great name. Mm. Um, remember when they first got together and, and there were sort of rumours that they were doing something and they put out a press release yeah. uh, saying that they were doing a cologne. Yeah, that's right. Called Ocean Mist. <laughs> Genius. There's probably money in that. Too. Oh, there would be. What, what would Ocean Mist smell like? Oh. Just a pissy wetsuit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just a bit of... Dehydrated, uh, the seaweed. You know when seaweed just, your boy. yeah, seaweed <laughs> just piles up on the beach. What that smells like? Mm. Oh, Breathe it in, strong. Question eighteen. In two thousand four, while on a rip curl search trip, Nick did the splits trying to land a frontside floater and tore what muscle off the bone? Get a haircut. His hamstring. Mm. Yeah. Potential career ender, uh, but got the surgery, had a, a big grappling hook drilled into his bum and had the, the hamstring reattached. Mm. And then, you know, after a, a lengthy stint on the, the sidelines, about six months, I, I think that's when he sort of tapped into uh, check training and just completely reinvented mm. himself. So it was um, kind of a blessing in the end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's where... The cyborg was born really in the in the uh, rehab from that uh, from that injury and yeah it was a full game changer. Not many people had had that procedure done when when he first had it done and then uh, it was a bit of a go to. A lot of NRL players started uh, reaching out to Mick mm. when they suffered the same injuries mm. and um, yeah, I think even uh, Latrell Mitchell and and quite, the screw's still there, people. mate. That yeah. famous screw. Yeah, I mean that's what I reckon. Let's put a, a, a statue of that screw at Penrith. There you go. Question nineteen. What three stops on the championship tour did Mick win four times? Get a haircut. He had 22 victories in total, but there was four events on the uh, the schedule that he won four times. That's insane. Uh, three events, sorry. There was three events on the schedule that he won four times. Wow. Well, I, I think I can guess two. J-Bay and Bells. Yep. So equal with Kelly at both those venues. Wow. Both have four victories. God, he's good. You stops. forget. You, well, you don't forget, but you, you don't look at his stats all that often. And they're, they're just like, they're, they're on another planet. Another planet. And the other event? Snapper? Nah. Trestles? Nah, fuck, I'm just picking it. Yeah. And I keep going, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was France. On oh, France. France was... Okay. It was really, um, 
you know, mix pet event, especially in his world title years. Mm. Uh, his three world titles, uh, all featured victories in France because he that's where he kind of like kicks the, the motor over. Yeah, 2007, 2009, 2010, 2013. Um, they were the years that he won over in France. Hmm. Question 20, our last question today. Finish this line from Ain't That Swirls, Fanning Anthem. He's Mick Fanning. He's that. Get a haircut. He's Mick Fanning. He's that fucking good. Oh, fucking good. You know, I, uh, I wrote that song in Mexico. Oh, I was on beauty. a... One, one of my favourites. Trip over there uh, with Dylan Graves, Aussie Wright, and um, the skater, Andrew Brophy. And uh, we were just all getting hammered in this hotel one night. <laughs> For some reason, I just wrote the Mick Fanning song. It's brought it home, and uh, yeah, next thing you know, it's uh, part of Ain't That Swell Folklore, Doggy. It is, mate. And uh, I think on that note, we'll wrap it. You know, Mick loves his dog, so go on, Fano. Give Harper a pat for me. Cheers, Vorno. Have a good one, and uh, we'll see you next week for another episode of Brainzo. success throughout this contest has been his wave selection and he's found the best way to the final yet right here with a critical first turn huge float still has plenty of speed for this turn leads on that back foot releasing plenty of power and has more wall to work with down the line as he releases that tail that's got to feel good he's big fatty he's that Fanning should become the Australian cricket captain. Mm. And then uh, he should also run for PM. Mind, calm, engage. Intelligence and technology. Technology. Surfing information. Information. Brain zone. Brain zone.